Chattahoochee, copyright 2023, by Randy Cooper. All rights reserved. No parts of this podcast may be used or reproduced by any means without the expressed written permission of the author. Good morning, everyone. I trust that everybody is well rested from the weekend. Gary Blaylock began his weekly Monday morning staff meeting with his marketing department. Kathy and Anna are out of town this weekend, so let's get started with Jimmy. Well, Gary, Jimmy began, this week I'm planning on finishing and emailing the upgrade offer for version 3 of e-billing to customers on the Pacific Coast and Rocky Mountain territories. Shelley gave me the final artwork in Photoshop last Friday, which I approved and configured into the email blast. I've scheduled it to go out this Thursday. Mead and I will get together today and determine the list criteria for the data pool, and then Mead will have the final set of emails by Wednesday. Does that give you enough time? Mead nodded. I could be done Tuesday if it would help. Wednesday should be fine. Steve, I need you to turn on the special upgrade offer section on the website you've been working on next Monday. Gary looked over at Linda Chu. Would you write that down as an action item in the minutes? Linda nodded. He motioned Jimmy to continue. Are we still okay for that? Jimmy looked to Steve. Steve Kozak responded. I'm having some problems with one of my multi-dimensional arrays, but I'll have that cleared up by this week. I should be ready next Monday. That should coincide perfectly with the two-day conference next Monday and Tuesday in Portland for the Medical Accounting Professional Show. And then there's a three-day show in Denver called Technology in the Medical Office. Anna and Kathy will be at both, Jimmy leaned back. Excellent, Gary said. Thank you, Jimmy. Todd, you're next. Todd Cravens, marketing manager, was prepared. We've projected a 5% response rate, which includes proactive cold calling through the SDRs to the same list starting next week. I'll close out reporting on this campaign at the end of the month. That should give plenty of time for any stragglers. How are you dealing with logistics on those two events next week, Gary asked. We're using the portable booths in Seattle, the C booth in Denver. The next big show is in New York, Jacob Javits, in three weeks. We've got a 30 by 40 that we're shipping by truck next week. Anna and Kathy will fly in two days before. It's all union labor, so it's super expensive and takes a lot longer. But they normally get preferential treatment from the laborers. A slight chuckle spread around the table. All men are pigs, Shelley retorted. Other than that, Todd went on, I'm compiling the web analytics I got from Steve last week, and I'm finishing the quarterly website review this week. Gary came back. Thanks, Todd. I just want to tell the entire team should review this report. The way Todd used those 3D pie charts is quite effective. I saw the draft last week, and upper management is going to be thrilled by the numbers. That brings us to you, Steve. Well, like I said before, I'm still working on this multi-dimensional array problem. I double-checked my syntax, but it's giving me this weird error code. I've been on MSDN looking around, and other people are having the same problem too, but no fixes are reported yet. I tried Googling it. No luck. If push comes to shove, I've got a workaround, so we can still go live on Monday. Great, Gary responded. What about the problem that was reported last week in the customer service module? Oh, I fixed that on Thursday. I had to put in a trap to check for alpha characters being entered into a numeric field and field. Super. He returned to Shelley and looked over his reading glasses at her spiky red hair. Last but not least, Shelley, 
Well, like Jimmy said, I got the final Photoshop file for the upgrade offer done last week. I'm porting the same stuff over to JPEGs for Steve to use on the website so we keep that consistent look and feel. I've got some ideas for the logo on the new product that Development is working on called... She shuffled through her notes. It's codenamed Prometheus, but really it's just a rewrite of Patient Records 4.1 with an updated interface for the new version of Windows. When you get that ready and want me to take a look at it, Gary nodded toward Linda, email Linda to get you on my schedule, okay? Sure thing. I'm also working on some mock-ups for the new user interface with Steve. This should just be a graphic swap out on the presentation layer. No programming changes required. New look and feel already? Gary asked. Yeah, remember? We decided to change it quarterly instead of every six months based on the feedback from our user surveys. Oh yeah, that's right. Anybody got anything else? Todd raised his pen. I'd like to thank everyone for coming to the River House last Friday night. I think everybody had a good time. There was a slight round of applause. Since Anna and Kathy will be on the road for the next two weeks, let's just do lunch. I need everybody to email me what days you prefer and what you'd like to eat. Shelley came back with, I heard a new Thai place near North Point Mall. Anybody game? Gary stood up. Whatever y'all decide is fine with me. If you'll excuse me, I have to prepare for a 10 o'clock with Manny. Linda was the only one who stood up, head bowed reverently. Meat fiddled with his phone, searching for Yelp ratings, while he and Steve debated over the varying quality of Thai food. Jimmy interjected his interest in Indian curry, mainly just to get a rise out of Shelley, and Todd's eyes bounced around the room as he realized the debate he had begun. Tyra walked up to my desk. I looked up, but didn't say anything. I've got something, she said. Can you get rid of it with aspirin or does it require penicillin? It's over, Craig. Don't be bitter. Can we just move on? Sure. Stick a knife in my back and let's just forget all about it. Yeah, what do you got? I ran the next name through GCIC. Investigating without me, huh? Perhaps I need to speak with the LT about this. Stop it, Craig. I'm just kidding. Go on. I got a hit on Stephen Michael Kozak, convicted of exploitation of a child for indecent purposes. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Well, I'm thinking he's graduated from little girls to grown dead women. Maybe this explains the sexual gratification angle without sexual assault. She turned to me. We've been focused on the violent side when really these crimes could be construed of more of a sexual nature than a violent nature. Well, except for the fact they're dead. But see, Craig, that gives him authority and control. He can do anything he wants to her. She doesn't argue. She doesn't struggle. She doesn't fight back. For all we know, he may have chosen those sites so he can spend hours with the body before he has to leave. It fits. You ready to go talk to him? I thought you'd never ask, she said playfully. I felt as if our relationship was on the mend. She could have asked to be reassigned. Maybe she really does care about me. We got into my car and drove to Corazon Software. It was only about ten minutes from the office, since Monday morning gridlock had already subsided. We walked into reception, and with my suit and Tyra's dress, we fit in well. We asked for Kozak, had a seat, and waited. We didn't identify ourselves as police officers to the receptionist, and I could tell Kozak didn't get many visitors because he didn't ask the receptionist to identify us either. He came out and greeted us, and we shook hands. I'm Mr. Dvorak. 
This is Miss Washington. I was wondering if we might speak to you in private. He looked quizzically and led us to a conference room just past the reception area. He was wearing dockers, a short-sleeved shirt, and what was obviously a clip-on tie. Pens and mechanical pencils protruded from a pocket protector, and he nervously smoothed wisps of hair on the top of his bald head. As we sat down, he looked like he was ready to piss himself. Forgive me for not being more forthcoming, but I was trying to be discreet. I'm Detective Dvorak. This is Detective Washington. His eyes were wide open and buggy. He looked like a frog. We'd like to speak to you about a case we're investigating. Sure, sure. This guy was nervous as a cat. I could see drops of sweat beating on his forehead. Tyra took the first crack. We understand you're convicted of child exploitation. Well, yes, I pled guilty. Do you want to tell us about it? Not really. It was probably the lowest point in my life. He paused, and we waited patiently. I had my own server at home. Server? Yeah, a web server. T1 the works. Mr. Kozak, you're going to need to explain these terms to us. Oh yeah, sorry. So I had my own web server at my house with a high-speed data link to the internet. Basically, I'm running my own web hosting company on the side. Most people in the computer business have a side hustle that they do just for fun. Don't get me wrong, Corazon pays well, but a dedicated T1 and the high-speed connection, it's expensive. So I offset the cost by renting part of the web server out. I let people run their own websites off of my box, you follow me? We nodded. He continued. So one night, I'm sitting at home, playing Xbox, and the GBI shows up and raids my house like I'm a terrorist or something. All dressed in black, mass, assault rifles, the whole nine yards. Scared the shit out of me. They said I was running a child pornography website. I explained the only website that I ran was stevekozak.com, which has my resume and some recipes. Anyway, they had a computer guy with them, and he starts pulling up all these pictures of naked little kids and showed them to me. I freaked out. I've never seen anything like it. I wanted to puke. I asked him for the path. The path? Yeah, I wanted to know what directory they came from off my computer and if it belonged to one of my customers. I gave them all the information I had on the guy, but it ended up being all bullshit. I was taking payments through Bitcoin. Bitcoin? Yeah, it's cryptocurrency. Think of it like virtual banking, but there is no bank. It's great for freelancers and mom and pops. Mom and pops? Yeah, small startup companies. You know, home-based. But Bitcoin is virtually anonymous. I was screwed. Fortunately, the GBI believed me that I'd been duped, but they couldn't let it go. I ended up taking five years of probation, and I thought it would be over. No! To the contrary, this is considered a sexual offense, and now I have to register with the county that I live in. My name is out there on the internet as a sex offender. My address shows a convicted sex offender lives here. It'll follow me the rest of my life. I was really stupid. I should have gotten a good lawyer to help me before I went to court. The dumbass that I hired didn't tell me about it until I had to sign the paper standing in the courtroom. It's a little late then. Another suspect seemed to be disappearing before my eyes. I took the pictures of Meredith Boxster and Kelly Davidson out of my wallet. I wasn't quite ready to throw this fish back into the water yet. Do you recognize either one of these women? I remember her from Friday night, he pointed to Kelly Davidson. Tyra came in. We were going to bounce this guy back and forth like a tennis ball. You were with her Friday night? I wouldn't say with her. I saw her at the bar. What bar? My volley. River House on Roswell Road. Did you speak to her? 
Good job, Tyra. He looked at her as if she was stupid. Women like that don't talk to guys like me. My go. Who did she talk to? Man, everybody. This girl was the life of the party. Drunk as hell, too. His eyes darted over at Tyra. Sorry. Tyra smiled and came back. You expect us to believe she talked to every man there but you? That sounds unlikely. Detective. He looked as if he was going to explain another computer term. I'm a nerd. I know it. You know it. All women know it. I would be the last guy in the room she would speak to. And I certainly wouldn't humiliate myself by even trying to hit on her. I've had my share of rejection. I don't need any more. Besides, with all the guys around her, I would have caught an elbow in the jaw before I even got close. Okay, we admit it. The guy is a loser and knows it. I need to try something else. What time did you leave? 11, 12, something around there. Tyra bounced back. Anybody see you leave? There were other people in the parking lot, but I didn't know them. What kind of car do you drive? I was just trying to keep the momentum going. An old Toyota Corolla. Jesus. This guy really is a loser. Brad Pitt couldn't pick up girls in that car. This was going nowhere, and Tyra knew it, too. She pulled out her business card. If you think of anything, please call me. And he nodded, and we walked out. What seemed to have so much potential, once again, slipped away. I was frustrated as hell. I was not in a good frame of mind, and certainly not where I needed to be mentally for this afternoon. We stopped for lunch, and I drove us back to the office. I didn't shut the car off when Tyra opened her door. I said nothing, and she just said, Oh yeah, I'll be here when you get finished. See, I didn't even tell her, and she knew exactly what was going on. I pulled out of the parking lot with the intention of going to see the shrink, but I wanted to drive anywhere but there. I thought maybe I should just take off. California, New York, Canada, maybe Mexico. Anywhere but here, and anywhere but to see this shrink. My phone rang. It was Sally Bisher. Craig, what's going on? She said in a sing-song voice. Now is not a good time, Sally. Excellent. I wouldn't dream of interrupting you in the middle of a good time. The thought of a good time with Sally raised my eyebrows. I need something, Craig. What do you need, Sally? Anything. I hear you've been talking to the people at Corazon. Jeez, this lady has more spies than the CIA. Don't no comment me because we're working together on this now. Sally, we're not working together on anything. You helped me. That's it. Well, now it's time for you to help me. That wasn't the deal. Remember our deal? That was before I got to work this morning. It's got to be better than my morning. I have to have something, Craig. Bottom line, you cannot, under any circumstances, print anything to do with Corazon software. Do you understand? What can you give me? How about unnamed sources close to the investigation report that they have a list of suspects they're interviewing? Will that work for you? Is that all? It's all I can give you right now. I'll deal with it. Thank you, dear. She made a kissing sound and hung up. Don't I wish. The thought of me kissing Sally Bisher brought a smile to my face. Now I'm in a better frame of mind for this. Thanks, Sally.